Hello and welcome to the Ducks Never Waver Lunch Break, where you get food for thought and can rejuvenate to sally forth. Join the dynamic duo, Edwin and Megan, as they explore topics of gravitas and pomp brought to the brink of absurdity and thrown off, down, down, down the precipice of ridiculousness. Pointillism. Is this pointillism? No way. Wait, what? No, but they, they said this was 3D. Oh, that is three. What? What? How is how does that win 3D when it's 2D on a 3D surface. on a 3D surface? The barf. Just barf. <laughs> Sorry, like I can't do that. But that's no excuse. Okay, so pointillism <laughs> can be very unforgiving when done in permanent ink. Yet the millions of tiny minute minute dots allow two-dimensional art to become three-dimensional. Huh. Last is a reflection of the past year of COVID. Oh. Last year? Last what? Last reflection? I don't understand no, how the last... tiny dots allows it to be three-dimensional. Like, it's not allow The dots aren't allowing you. I'm going to put, like, in half, like, the cartoon of the line and the dot. And the line loved the dot, but the dot loved the squiggle. Once upon a time, there was a sensible straight line who was hopelessly in love with a dot. You're the beginning and the end, the hub, the core and the quintessence, he told her tenderly. But the frivolous dot wasn't a bit interested, for she only had eyes for a wild and unkempt squiggle who never seemed to have anything on his mind at all. The squiggle was so free and so elastic and so happy. And the line, try as he might, he only could come up with right angles. <laughs> Unbending, <laughs> stiff, boring. <laughs> oh, last is actually a shoemaking term. I believe, oh. those, I believe those are lasts. As in, they last past the making of the shoe, and they're the form for the shoe. It's a clever play on words. Mm. How do you feel about that? How's that grab you, Bob? I like shoe forms. I I've seen a mirror where they took old shoe forms and they they like the frame of the mirror was shoes. Uh, shoes. I'm like, I love it. I love having like pieces of anatomy thrown in mm -hmm. to to furniture. I just don't understand what makes this 3D because you're taking something that was done already with these with these shoe forms. Like, they're already 3D and she's not changing or he. What is it? What is it? It's a she. It's a she. She's not changing it. All she's doing is doing 2D art on something that's 3D. So I don't know why that wins 3D. Probably because they didn't have a better entry. Well, here's the next, the honorable mention. Was that Meyer Garden? Or some Meyer Garden? Embedded. Well, it's 3D. Physicality of stone. The the, the write-up was shorter. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So he carved the stone, I'm, I'm assuming? I assume so. I like this. 
it's like a pillow of of stone so it's like the softness and the yeah no i i like this actually it's like the movement and the physicality no i wasn't gonna say that she looks happy on there though doesn't she like she does I don't know. I think it, it, it just shows that stone it, isn't, like, rigid. It can cool. be, like, have yeah. movement to it. it defi- you definitely want to touch it. Yeah. And it looks comfy, and it looks like the way they, they did the pedestals on these, these rock beds is that it, it looks like it's floating. I find that quite attractive. I, I think this counts as 3D art more than the shoe forms. Yeah, for sure, because it's actually taking something and... In, in manipulating it in two more than two dimensions yeah and i like the like the way he made like the like individual squares that they look kind of like pillows and like quilted almost yeah i'm into it oh he has a cool picture okay imposing installations this is the winner oh this was good this mural yeah it's a nice mural yeah this was good we didn't stare at it long but it's you know classic dark background poppy colors um michigan themed i can see morales and loons and and scary fish where we have lots sturgeon. of sturgeon and then what is that salmon oh and that's a stone thingy that we have here we have stones in michigan i didn't know if you knew that do you see the morale yeah, right there. I yeah, said yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, well, I guess oh, I should have been more specific because we have yeah. the morale fest, like because we have such low morale. <laughs> but dump, dump. I, think, I no, I think this is good. Well, I think what what's something to be commended when you're doing something that's a mural is you're trying to like when it's on the side of a building with windows in it. So your composition that's has true. To, has to work that does work really well with the windows. Right, and like it doesn't upset the composition. Well, is there composition, though? What do you mean? It's definitely composition. Does she arrange to work? Well, okay, off? but, like, it's one of those Well, there's not, place. Like a, there's not a foreground. No, a that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is organized, and I do like how, like, these squiggles here give it dimension. Yeah. I like how there's the moon and the sun. Is that an eclipse? I think that's an eclipse. Oh, that's ne- happening. never mind. Well, I mean, then it would be the moon. Well, I think it's a lunar eclipse. Why can't it just be the skinny, skinny ass moon? Because there's light all the way around. The That's moon. true. I do see that. Yeah. See, what's, I'm observing. What's up with the tree here? Anyways, we should probably move on. Moving right along. Moving right along. We'll learn to share the load. We don't need a map to show on the road. Honorable mention. Oh, this. Yeah, this was sad to me. So what what category is this in? Uh, this is an installations. Oh. Um, so this is mixed media installation. So what it is, it's a carnival shoot game, but it's um all filled with symbols of uh well, about like racism and gun violence and um that that sort of stuff like oppression on communities. And See, how is, it's 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 supposed to be a, a juxtaposition of like how you're you're shooting ducks, but you're actually supposed to be this fun carnival game, but you're actually shooting minorities and people who are oppressed. Um, I have this is where we get into 
uh, an essay in search of a piece of art. It's not artistic. Like looking at it, I'm sorry. It's really not. Uh, like the blow up guns and like the the toys that are hanging there. And then on the side of it is a water fountain with a bunch of of pictures. Going back to Jim Crow. Yeah. Uh. So, I I just don't think this really counts as art. I mean, there there is work and there is thought behind it, but that doesn't necessarily make it art. You see, the problem isn't like his position politically or whatever. That's fine. Everybody's going to have their own. It's the problem is that this piece of this installation is trying to do too much and if you just look at it you don't understand what's happening it looks like a carnival prize thing i think that's what he would say though is the point and then you have to dig deeper and you see all the oppression oh so i think he would say that's exactly what the point is my my beef with it is that you would look at it and you're like dang that's tacky i would not i'm looking at it i'm like there's no way i would think that's ever beautiful like, even in a carnival setting, I would not say, wow, that's beautiful. I thought it kind of looked like a carnival thing. I thought it looked realistic in that. No, respect. it is realistic. I'm just saying it's not like it's a heightened version of it where it's more beautiful than the like than what it is. Sure, but I don't know. That is obviously wasn't his point. Yeah, but... See, my problem is that he's, he should have written an essay. Yeah, so, like, the, but then the question is, like, does art, to be art, have to have an element of beauty? Mm-hmm. That's my point. Like, so well, then we're just talking past each other. Yeah. Yeah. So to my criteria, it does not pass. But this is not the winner. This did not win. The mural of Michigan stuff did. Mm-hmm. Called "Seeking a Pleasant Peninsula." Time based. What does that mean? I don't know. Aren't all things time based? Oh, does this mean like immediate? This looks like a light show. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. It's really hard to say anything constructive we, about that. We weren't able to be there in person, so there's really no point in us saying anything about it. Yeah, because, it, of course, the whole point of um, performance art is for you to be there while it's happening. Yeah. and so That's the whole point of live music. To me, live music recorded typically loses about 80% of its charm. Yeah, unless like, it's, unless it's um, Johnny Cash and Folsom Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's the only, uh, that's what exactly, that's funny that you say that. That's exactly what I was thinking of. But like Bob Dylan live CDs, not very good. No, well, the thing is he hates performing. Live. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, but still like it, 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 but there's other artists. I'm blanking right now, but there's other artists where it, it doesn't quite work for me. Okay, so what's this? Ineffable lipophrenia. This is another time-based one. So is, what is this, modern dance? I think so. Why is there... A narrative a... dance performance seeking to find a common thread that connects us all to the abstract ebb and flow of sorrow. The moment it strikes, without warning, <laughs> it can consume oneself. The piece explores how we communicate with one another and how no one is absent-minded to what goes on in our social construct, but how deeply it affects us even subconsciously. Well, I mean, it is true. I mean, like with every art, different art form, you're going to plumb the depth of a hidden emotion, I guess. Like it's that's what it should be. It right? should be. You're and trying. again, this is this is one we didn't we didn't see, and we we can't really experience it. Like we're no. we're 
you know, looking we're on not, it. We're looking at two tiny pictures. Yeah. So that's not at all what they're doing. It's just and then again, it's hard to say from the little blurb. Yeah. It well, sounds kind of silly, but I can't really judge. Well, the problem is, is just, well, I guess we're not sensitive enough to these things. Well, you know what's weird, though, is that I, I mean, I can be like one of the most surprisingly moving things that I've experienced in the art world was seeing Ruwalt's prints in the Toledo Art Museum. They had this whole wall and it was, um, it's, it's called Miserere, which is misery. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, people, I believe, in the Second World War. And the oppression of that is, is about the French people and, like, the, the Germans oppressing the French people and right. how they're crying out for salvation and supp- and crying out for a savior. And there's all these images of Christ and all of this coming together so that there's misery, but there's hope. And there, there was just, like, white walls, just this, you know, room, and there's chairs in the center and you just like go through this whole like this whole timeline and then it ends and honestly it was one of the most heavy things i've ever seen yeah and that was to that, see- that that was uh pictorial art it was yeah it's it's 2d pictorial yeah. art these are these are prints that he made he made this to be in a book to express the the french suffering yeah the agony of this uh but also like the hope of rebuilding and and the hope of Jesus Christ. And that to me was one of the most moving art things I've ever experienced. So it certainly can happen. I haven't had an experience with dance. I can't say per se. I enjoy dance, but I can't say I've had. Yeah. And um, of course the question is how much dance are you exposed to in comparison anyway? Sure. And like live and like, is it, you know, is is it live and how good are you at looking for what you have to look at? Yeah. See, that, that is a little bit the problem with all art is you do need practice looking at it in order to judge it properly. But, but I, I mean, still, like, as an artist, you're trying to get that human connection, right? Yes. So, like, they would say that you should be able to be pulled in without knowing. But it is true. The more you know, the, the more you get out of it. Yes. The if more you, you if, know, the more you know. No, like, if you want to get, like, if you want to get things out of art... You have to study art. Like, you have to look at it repeatedly. You have to learn about the artist. You have to look at a wide variety of art. Like, that, that's how you get more out of a singular piece. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I mean, I talked about poetry once on this podcast. And, like, the more you put in, the more you get out. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, I think it's really cool that there are things like that in this world where you can put effort into it and then you get something out of it. Okay, so now we're in digital art and we have derivations of a gothic art of a derivations of a gothic art part two. And this is apparently what won. Uh, so it's a six minute digital animation of um, elements of a gothic architectural piece uh, Again, we haven't seen it all the way through. We're not going to see it right now. Um, too bad. Boo-hoo. Um, I mean, it has pretty colors, but we're going to move on. Right along. And then honorable mention. 
What is up with this? This is kind of like Escher. Algorithmic art. It is like Escher. Um, What's Escher? Escher is that um, as a as a, a, a printmaker, and he was very interested in mathematical and like things like morphing into other things. And Dutch, he's Dutch graphic artist. There's one really cool one where there's people running down the stairs and the people end up being the pattern for it. But, like, you see how, like, the swans, like, end up being the pattern for this. Yeah. And, like, the hands drawing each other. Is it this one? But, uh, like, the thing fitting inside. And But I, a lot of mathematicians look at it now and say, like, oh, this is this theory and that is this theory. And uh, so he, he's kind of made a – he's very, he's like very popular. It's almost like building upon Celtic knots. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's kind of yeah, and like those those cube prints. They are fun to look at. They're very very fun to look at for sure. Um, and the the stairs ones I think are the coolest. Uh, because he's all about like different perspectives, but how they mesh and is like multi dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where the one with the little guys where they start looking very human and then they devolve into like this pattern. We're able to see this was actually at uh, the Chrysler. Art Museum. This was the show that was going on when we were there. So it was really, really cool to see all of it in person. So anyways, um, yeah, that's this one just off the bat because it's like mathy and printed digital. But this is, I don't know. Yeah, it just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for the digital age to begin with, though. Like that's, I know that's kind of just me. Ooh, but fractals are fun. Is that a fractal? Fractal. That's that. Fra- <laughs> See, fractal. I don't even know fractal. Fractal. Okay, that was a fractal. Yeah. Okay, so and then this. I mean, I like this one because this one looks, looks like, like Pete Mondrian. Oh, I was gonna go with Frank Lloyd Wright. That's funny. Because of the colors. Oh. Mondrian okay. only did primaries. Okay. Yeah, which I try to teach my art students that, and did they listen? Well, one of them did, actually, which was very nice. The rest of them were throwing pink in there, and I'm like, no! No pink. No pink! Just red. All right, let's begin at the beginning. I'll begin at the beginning. Megan and I had the great pleasure and distinct honor to attend Grand Rapids' one and only reoccurring art prize. The the largest art prize in the world, (laughs) right? No, art prize is the largest outside open art competition that is precisely what i said you said it was the largest art prize that ever art prized its life or something like that of all the art prizes in the world it was the most art prizing well (laughs) keep coming back to that joke man uh so yeah tonight today whatever we are um this is ducks after dark we're we apologize in advance. We're recording this kind of late at night, and uh, it might go all over the place. Yes, blowing. yeah, along with the apple cider, so which is yeah, it's nice, not nice chaser. No, it's a nice chaser to have with. Uh, what am I drinking here? Irish whiskey. Please. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So it's kind of apple and caramel, and yeah. it's all delicious. Anyway, so we're just gonna talk about some art. We're gonna talk about trends that we noticed. Uh, an art prize this year and that uh, where we hope it goes in the future, what we thought was the best, where we got a little bit angry. 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 Uh, no, but hopefully hopefully positive. We're going to say mostly positive things. Only 
Oh, the good vibes. I've had nothing but good vibes about that bridge. You see what's sending out the negative waves, did Moriarty? Hey, that ain't my fault, Onboard. I've done nothing but have good thoughts about that damn bridge ever since we left. Mostly positive, I think. Hopefully. Uh, we'll see where it goes. We can always find a silver lining. Yeah, exactly. To a dark so, storm cloud. Where I think we should start by kind of explaining what our prize is. Yes. Do you want to do that? Well, apparently I messed up what it is. So Okay, so it's the whole city of Grand Rapids opens itself up to art where you can say that you are an artist and you want to have your your piece of art shown and it's walkable. They have art where you can go into businesses or hotels. Well, hotels are as a business. You can go into businesses. You can go into public forums and you can just walk around the city and there's going to be art. There's art in the window. There's also sculptures. There's people walking around with artsy things. There's uh, this year there was a craft show. Is that what they're called? A craft show? Craft fair? People people it, selling art. I don't know what they call it. They don't call it a bazaar anymore. No, that would be bizarre. So, uh, it, it happens once a year. Now, it used to be every other year. Now, they've switched back to... Every year. Every year. Annually. So, we we went. We we saw some of it. So, maybe, maybe we'll just go into the, my first thing. Your first complaint... My first complaint is This is a positive complaint. This is this is room for improvement. Yeah, so this this is my I found it a smidge hard to find the art. I mean, there's this joke going around like the city is like looking at a leaf on the pavement saying, "Is this an art prize?" Uh, so, like, I think everybody has this a little bit, like, where's the art? Where is it? Where's the art prize? Is this, is this an actual dumpster being used <laughs> by a restaurant, or is this a piece of art? Yeah, so there's a little bit of confusion, but I felt like this time in particular, and I missed last year, so I'm going back to, um, to, like, 2019, I think was the last time I went, so I'm, that's my comparative basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I found it difficult to find the art. When I remember going, it was all along the streets. Uh, definitely every street corner, main main street corner, was something massive. The whole Grand Rapids Art Museum was full of stuff. So I remember it being a lot easier. What felt like this time was even though they had a map available and it looked like we were in a massive cluster, like we were like, okay, this is the most dense place of art prize. This is where most of it is. I felt like we didn't see that much. And I felt like we missed a lot even within the space that we were because we didn't know where to find it. And that leads me kind of into where... The trend is, I think that kind of bleeds into each other, but I'll let you say, like, did you find it hard? Because I think you went last year, didn't you? I went last year, and it was just as bad last year. Okay, so um, that's just maybe just me being curmudgeonly. It, yeah, it was odd how really the only public space that they really took full advantage of was the war memorials in downtown, was where they put a bunch of stuff. But, and that was again this year. Yes. But other than that, 
Like you said, street corners were not used to their full efficacy. Efficacy. This has an F in it. Efficacy. (laughs) My ability to pronounce my vocabulary is uh, not always right there. No. But um, with Art Prize, I think one of the complaints has been that it's just hard to find what is in the competition. It's a lot of walking. I mean, like, I know for me, like, I was, especially on that day, really struggling with my chronic pain. And so I felt it more. And maybe the idea is that you're not doing it in one day. But I think it's a lot of walking for very little art if you're trying to see the majority of it in one day. Well, it feels like they keep spreading it out further and further afield. Yeah. Yeah. Because it used to be very focused to the Blue Bridge, the Gerald Ford Museum, and then very much like the just the art museum. Like, And that was kind of like, oh, if you walk all the way to the art museum, then you can see the 2D stuff. But if you want to see anything 3D, you go by the Blue Bridge. Mm-hmm. And that, that was not. I, I thought there was a surprising lack of 3D, of sculptural. Although my winner for this art prize kind of combined both. So that might get a pass. Okay. So no, you would say it was kind of the same? Yeah. But do you think that's a problem? Like, do you think they're making it too hard? Like, I understand they want you to see the whole city. But do you think it was a little bit too hard? Like, what do you think could have been better? It's just, it was really nice. that The part I really enjoyed was the War Memorial because... Or the Veterans Memorial because it was just a whole bunch of stuff in a very tight spot. And no one minded if there was like five of those spots all over the city. Yeah, but and then you have to like, walk a walk. Yeah, yeah. But what it felt like it was oh, one storefront, walk a little bit, one another storefront. Yeah. It felt like, and I've never played it in my life, so I might be completely saying this wrong. It felt like Pokemon Go mm. where you're running to one building. Oh, I saw it. And then you run out. And this is kind of my... One of my problems with stuff like this, and I think it's good, it's good for the economy, it's good for artists, it's, you know, it's, it's good for a city to do stuff like this, and I, I enjoy it that our city does this, but part of me feels like you want to, like, there's, there's a space for everything, Right, you you do certain things in your home and then you go to the gym and you get into the mindset to do gym stuff. And you do, you know, like that's the importance of having a church. Like it just that space prepares you for worship. And I I I think there's something to be said about art being in a space dedicated for art. Cuz like you were saying the spaces that had it grouped together, certain pieces made more impact. Instead of the ones in the shop windows where you're like, is this display? Is this part of art prize? It's harder to say whether the art is even good or bad because it has bad lighting on it. And it's just not in a setting. It's in a setting with like really loud, obnoxious music in a boutique. Like it's, it's like, is it good art? It's harder to say because it it's, harder to say. it's harder to give an honest answer to that because... You're not in the space and the space shapes your mindset of how to view it. And I I think that's a disservice to the artist. And that's why the sculptural pieces, to me, always did the best. 
because that's how you would enjoy it. You would be outside at street corner looking at a sculpture. Like that's yeah. where sculptures live. Like that's what yeah, sculpt. Go, go to Rome. They're all over the place. That's that's how sculptures work, yeah. right? So to me, it felt I felt bad for the two D artists that I felt mm-hmm. like that a lot of stuff had really bad lighting, really bad. Because they were outside or just they were using hotel lighting. And I'm like... Ugh. Or it was behind glass of a storefront with no lighting on it. Yeah. And I'm like, it, it's just not fair to the artist. Because like that could look so much better. That's true. That that to me was a little bit too bad. And like you said, like if they had localized like five... If they had it where it was like five zones. Where mm-hmm. like that's where you're seeing everything. I think you also have the satisfaction of saying, yeah, I saw it. Like, yeah. I, I saw the things because now I'm, like, on Instagram. I'm like, I didn't see that. I was on that road and somehow I missed it. Like, I was looking. Yeah. That was our one goal. We were not distracted. We're like, we are we are going to see yeah. the, the prize of art. And uh, so that was frustrating. And I think another thing that frustrated both of us is the fact that it, it just felt more commercialized. More stuff was for sale. That was really more the... stuff tr- was in stores. I would say the one takeaway of what is the trend of art, or at least what was the trend of art prize this year, was commercialism. It really was pushing that there's one piece of art in every store, and the artist has multiple pieces in that store, and a lot of them have uh, either contact, well, they all had contact information for buying, or you could buy it online on the app. Or they had a price tag on it. And I'm like, that takes you right away out of it. Like, do you go to Chicago and say, like, oh, look, that one is uh, $20 million. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I think I'll pass this time. But thank you for letting me know that I have an option of buying. Again, yeah, I'm like, know, that doesn't work for me. Well, it's like, also, it's, it's really hard, at least for my mind, to go, like, oh, that's an interesting concept. And then look at the price tag and go, like, it's not worth that much. Mm. But there was one thing, um, God's Eyes, which was, um, it's this kind of thing where it's a woven round two sticks. It's a very classic woven technique. It's a right. decorative. And it's it's not technically challenging what was done. And then I see the price tags on it, and then I'm like, no, you've actually just devalued your work. It's really weird. That is weird. I think, I think the ones who said contact for yeah. buying... That is a lot I know, smarter. I don't, th- I don't think it's wrong to have a price for your art, and obviously it takes time, and you should price yourself accordingly. But I'm not against a capital. No, we're society. not against buying and selling art. We're not saying that art should just be out, out in the uh, the ethereal land yeah. of artness where we just look and bow down to it. That's not yeah. at all like. I, I mean, I, for I, I like people, for people who have an Etsy store yeah, and have like functional art. Pieces. I was just gonna say, like, we would be very hypocritical as to say, like, buy my art. Oh, don't buy anybody else's art. Like, no. that wouldn't make any sense whatsoever. So that's not that's not what we're trying to say. It's just when you're saying like you're out to enjoy the art, and then it's very commercialized. Like you're just another buyer. It doesn't feel like the event that they were promising. Because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, oh, it's a free event. You get to see all this cool art, see the new things, see people pushing the envelopes. It's like one of those world trade um, conventions, but with art, right? It's supposed yeah. to be new, fresh, exciting, pushing the boundaries, and then there's a price tag on it. it. It kind of takes you out of that moment. I don't know, for me at yeah. least. And it is a. It kind of teaches you one thing, though. If you are an artist, is like it's not necessarily a bad thing 
to not have a price tag on your work for such a thing like this and just come with a contact thing. Yeah, right? and people are going to think that it is worth more than what you value it. I think a lot of times, like, if you don't have a price tag there and you ask people to guess, yeah. I think they would say a higher number. A lot of times. No, it's funny that like you me. mentioned those those God's eye. Yeah. Because I, she did not buy very good yarn. I well, She bought very pedestrian yarn, or I know exactly what brand and what kind of yarn she used. And I'm like, hi, why, this is, no, no, buy, buy special yarn. <laughs> and that's the thing, is like the, the price tag would make it seem like the yarn was special. I mean, they weren't, they weren't all, I mean, they were pretty good. They're well done. I mean, they weren't super saggy or, and some of her color combinations were really beautiful. But, uh, no, I just thought that was funny. Like, for me, like, I would pull out the, the fancy schmancy stuff. I do think it was kind of funny that it was in this elite running store that we saw them. What was it, Gazelle? Is that elite? I don't know. I, the prices are elite. More elite than I am. I, I don't think you'd go shopping, hun. I, I do for tools. Yeah, so I think you're a little out of what okay. things cost. But well, yeah, I, I hear you, you on that. You can find the same things for that, So that's, again, the, we're getting back to, the, like, the space. Like, it's yes. weird to see, like, these woven gods' eye, which I, I... Oh, man, what's the history of those? I don't know. Probably strange juju McGumbo. Okay, so it's, it's Western Mexican, which makes sense with the colors that she chose. And, like, Spanish, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and they're called that so, like, God would keep a watchful eye on the people who made them and where they're hung. I thought if she had kind of tied it into the history of what it is... And kind of, I don't know, used materials that they would have used back in 1500s. But that's just me. That's where my mind goes. So that's that's partly just me, I think. It's just my main complaint wasn't just so much about this particular art art pieces. It, I, I could leave those ones. There's lots of them that you could take or leave. And I yeah. could definitely leave most of what we saw. Yeah. But it, it's just that the setting wasn't right. And it just, it felt very commercialized compared yeah. to what a lot of art shows look like. Yes. And I because was... Because even a lot of times when... Sorry to interrupt, but a lot of times, even in coffee, local fancy coffee shops, when they have local artists display stuff, they don't have price tags on it. Yeah. They just contact Yeah, or like prices. go to the front Yeah, for, for prices. Yeah. Or it's in really teeny tiny, so like you have to purposely go up really close. Yeah. No, it makes a difference, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if it doesn't say just like, 450... Yeah. You know, you have to go up there like $450. Oh, okay. I'll stick with my uh, latte here. Yeah. Uh, no, I, and that, that to me was a little bit, yeah. Uh, I look at these things and what what you get a lot with these, and it's a contemporary art problem, but also is more like these, these shows, uh, you get illustrated theory. But... Or what I like to call... Essays in Search of an Art Piece. There's a side to it where I'm not 100% against it when you're you're thinking of something like, uh, like, for the example I thought of is when you have Syrah's Stroll in the Park Sunday Afternoon. What's, what's, the, what's it called? I think something Sunday Afternoon. It's like the massive one, the I pointillism. Is it Sunday afternoon? That was him showing. This is my theory. It was at this big show, and this is like your wow piece, right? Yeah. And I think after that, he didn't really do much pointillism, actually, because it was right. like the culmination of his theory. And now I'm like, okay, I I proved my point. 
But what he did is where what I love about that, and I don't know if anybody else gets as, as excited about this part, but the frame of that piece is all primary colors. And so you can see him starting to build with the dots the actual colors that you see. Because the whole idea is that like the colors mix in the dots to yeah. that your eye sees it as a certain mixed color, but it's right. actually all individual. Which is the way that computer and cell phone screens work. Exactly. So to see that gradient, like to start from the frame and then work your way up into this whole picture, to me, it, it's so cool. Uh, so that's that's one, and it's not really a piece that I find very moving, and it's not supposed to be very moving. It's illustrative theory. So that's kind of the stuff I wouldn't mind seeing, and I, I didn't find that but people technical were... technical theory. Technical theory, I know, and I didn't see people going for it, quite honestly. Uh, and what I think what you're saying is like the essay search in the art. What you, what you were saying about essay in search of an art piece is that people are coming with a certain political view or a certain view of something mm -hmm. that they're trying to say this is this is what Stanley see this this is this this ain't something else this is this my art piece is about it's about my political views yeah and like this is not just a bash on like any one particular side it it's the same thing as like sometimes when you have christians making christian art you why sure can't, why can't you just make a, art make art like why can't you just be a christian who makes art yeah you can have things that push technically that aren't necessarily beautiful, aren't necessarily moving. Right. But really push the envelope. Technically. Technically. And that's what I was looking for. Or just something that's just massive. What are you going to do about him? Something massive. Something massive. Like just, just something huge. Yeah. Like a huge metal sculpture. There yeah. wasn't any of that. No, and I'm I mean there was that eagle with the with the snake in the nest. Okay. That was the closest, I think. Uh but there was this one guy who was very, very nice. And I did like that they had more artists standing by. Mm hmm I thought that yeah. was good. Uh standing by their art piece. There was, and he did all pastels, and they're really wonderful. And he was talking about how he's able to get such vibrant colors on his pastels because of the sandpaper that he draws on. Yeah, who knew you could draw on sandpaper? Exactly, I didn't know that. And I'm like, oh, that's why I always got frustrated with pastels too. Is like you want to smudge them, but then it's too smudgy, and then they're not intense enough, and then you're like, what's the point? So these are really excellent pastels, but they were all the same size and they were all little. And I, mm. I felt like he needed to just do one honking big, like if- Something massive. Okay, can you imagine? So we have his card here and he has a bunch of, he has uh, nine of his pictures here and they're all gorgeous, but he has one of the, of the colder here. What if he had just done that? In that whole space he had, massive. but just massive colder. Something massive. What an impact that would make. That you would be like, dude, you're talented. It's the exact same stuff he's doing. Yeah. But one just make it one big piece. It would have been so shocking and say like, dude, did you really do that out of pastel? No way. Like, how did you do that? Who does that? Who does that? You're so talented. Oh, uh, you have to find a way to glue all these small pieces of paper yeah. together. Yeah. Because it doesn't come that big. I'm sure that's why. They're and that's the probably why. They're all the same size as the paper that he can buy. Exactly. So I'm like, that's just where he is as talented still. 
But if he had just done something bigger in an art show like yeah. this, of this nature, yeah. I think it would have been better. Well, I don't feel like you had a lot of people who were shooting their shot artistically. They were just... They were just it felt they, lazy to me. A lot of it felt lazy. Yeah. If I'm being brutally honest, a lot of it felt lazy. It wasn't like, oh, you know, I'm going to just... I'm just going to go for... I'm going to go for that 10 grand prize money. Yeah. It didn't feel like that at all. No. It didn't feel like people were hungry. The winners didn't even look like they were shooting for it. Like, there was one one piece where we saw they were... What were they? Printed? Like, what what, stamped paper? It was like paper mache, but not. But they were like paper flowers, but they kind of looked like uh, succulents and... Oh, okay. Yeah. They're framed paper succulents. So, I liked the ones that were in frames. Yeah. But then there's a bunch just hanging there. And I'm like, oh, how cool would that be to hang in a tall ceiling? What do you call it? A vaulted ceiling. That's mm-hmm. what it is. You, in a vaulted ceiling where you have different lengths and you have all of these hanging. But then she had them backed on canvases. So they weren't actually, they were they were 3D, but not, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, they, they were not panoramic. <laughs> I don't know. Like they were, it's a flat sculpture. What is the terminology for that? A flat sculpture that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, it's a sculpture that really could only be viewed from one side. I think that's always one thing I really like about sculpture is that you have multiple viewpoints. I, I kind of thought that was the point of sculpture. It is the point of sculpture. Okay, that's what I really like about yeah. it. Yeah, is that there's no like viewing side. You're not that window from which you're viewing is not fixed. One thing that I'm just thinking now, free associating with sculpture, there's not really any illusion with sculpture. Whereas with drawing and painting, like you're all about building like this depth perception that doesn't exist. It's 2D, like it's flat and it's all about this illusion. There's not really that much. Except for the high, high, like you right away think of Michelangelo, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He did a lot of illusion because is it the Pieta with the the Virgin Mother? Yeah, yeah. The one where yeah. she's way too tall? Is yeah. that what? Oh, yeah. okay. So you're thinking like that's an illusion because. That's an illusion because it gives balance to oh, the visual effect, but okay. it's not, it's not uh, anatomically correct. I see. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. I just mean more like it's not, you're not using darks and lights to simulate a curb and to. Yeah, but you do take into account shadow in order to, you like. Most sculptures, like, Rodin was very picky about the light that it was seen in. Yeah. I mean, that goes back to my first point. (laughs) It matters. Matters, people. Well, because that's an illusion, right? How much shadow you get on something matters. That's true. Yeah. Because that's going to make the the art piece either look flat and dull or very interesting. What was was your trend? Or did you find that that was the same trend? Was your trend the same as my trend? Just looking back on it, how how it did seem a little bit like it wasn't like people were trying to do their... They weren't pushing themselves. It didn't feel like... So so one thing like that's kind of in the middle of, of that that we saw was these three pa- fashion pieces, would you would you call them? Clothing pieces, but, like, not really anything that you would wear, but, like, high fashion pieces. And from afar, I was walking up, and I'm like, oh, we got to see this. This is going to be cool. And then you get up close, and 
they use the cheapest, most plasticky plastic flowers on their dress, and a lot of it is just loose fabric that's pinned to the mannequins. Yeah, and just no real and just hanging there. It really looks like somebody was just really overzealous in playing dress up. But then there's one piece. So it was a set of three, and then there's one piece that has this gorgeous, just absolutely stunning beaded chest piece. I don't know what you would call this, but like vest or poncho thing. Vestment. It's just it's just absolutely lovely. And actually, this piece had the most skill in it. So like that. To me, like if they had just shown that, but the the centerpiece was the one with all the plastic flowers, and where you're saying like you're not seeing like people being hungry for pushing the envelope, like why didn't she figure out a way to have fresh flowers, or why didn't she make her own silk flowers? Why didn't she, you know, like but yeah. like why why didn't the person who made this push that envelope? Because like, can you imagine if these had been Real flowers. flowers. Or real flowers, yeah. Like, can you imagine? That would have been breathtaking. Or, like, even yeah. dried flowers. Like, the yeah. texture from dried flowers. Mm-hmm. And you, there are ways of preserving the color. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually basically hang them upside down. There were a couple pieces that were just really stuck with you with how well they were executed and just how how lovely they were yeah so so let's let's talk winners the paintings on aluminum and brass hands down my top like definitely the winners to me john catterberg they were so cool they had a, a very fun we're talking about again venue like the the placement mattered yeah they were actually in a pool of water so the pool of water was reflecting light back up onto these pieces, and these pieces have a clear finish that's reflective. So they're reflecting all these dancing particles of light back. Yeah. At so like you. any any you know wind blowing on the water feature. Yeah. Reflects on this, which is also a painted water feature. Yeah. And it's just gorgeous how the light so you have like the light on top catching the the bronze and the aluminum but you also have the water dancing and to me my his two outstanding so it was a set of four and you you walk around the pool and it's two daytime and it's two nighttime yeah and the nighttime's on aluminum the daytime is bronze if you were seeing the aluminum at night i think it would have hit different yeah but the idea of using bronze, I think maybe that too is the novelty. I've seen aluminum yes. yeah. done, like painted on aluminum, and I haven't seen bronze. I haven't seen painted on aluminum where they actually worked with the aluminum, though. That's true. I've seen it where they it was like, oh, we just found something else to paint on. Mm, right? Mm-hmm. So, But like mm-hmm. here they bring in the, the aluminum and the bronze back through the paint. Yeah, and they're working the aluminum. Well, like how the paint him. stops. Yes, and then it's just bronze, and the way that he was able to buff—I don't know if that's the right word—but like grind on it. Or grind, buff. Yeah, the the bronze so that it had the same texture as paint, and it looked like it was painted. It but looked it, like swirling water. Just breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And this is where this was the one I was talking about, where it's two D, but it's also three D, because it's in this pool. And you're you're walking around it, so it has this sculptural element, and it doesn't have the same feeling if it's not in water. Yeah. So it has to be in that pool, and to me, that's what makes it the winner. Is that not only is it a drop dead gorgeous painting, yeah, 
Like it really is beautiful, but it, it's in this setting where it fits. Yeah, and this is in the pool there that is part of the memorial for fallen soldiers. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, and he's a veteran. Like everybody yes. at the veteran memorial, like where their art was displaying, was made by veterans. Yes. Or someone connected and to veterans. What I think is interesting is he's not depicting war and he's not depicting like, or the, he's not even depicting the immediate aftermath of war. But what you see is somebody who really appreciates being to see a lovely landscape. Yeah, and, and the beauty and interested in the play of light. So by, by highlighting light through his unique painting style, John's work pays homage to the illuminators of the 4th and 5th centuries who created art to draw people closer to God. As a modern-day illuminator, John's work highlights the effects of light, inviting the viewer to experience the beauty and wonder of God. So that's from his little bio that he yes. had by his piece. So I find that fascinating how worldview does come out in your art. Yeah. Yeah, what a, what a huge difference that made. Oh, looking at this one makes it oh, better on the picture. The the dark one, like I think yeah. if we had seen it at night, do you think it's still there? Those should be actual installments there. In the That's what I'm hoping is that it's, it's going to be there. Because it just brings peace. Honestly, it's just something so, so beautiful. Truly. That was that was my winner. I don't know if you had any any more. There were some here and there that, that were were pleasing. There was one in a hotel of a nighttime scene with fireflies. But I feel like that's just it's hard to just distract all the emotions that you get when you think about catching fireflies as a kid. Oh, that. you're meaning it's sentimental and it's playing yeah, you? Yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. there was another piece that I liked. Uh, was this uh, this dragon? They called it Twig or something like that. This installment, a whimsical, magical fairy land dragon, with the wee mermaid. And Honest, honestly, it, it didn't float my boat. <laughs> it didn't float your boat. I, I thought some of the details were cool. Yeah, no. I... And it was uplifting. Like it was cute. Like I don't know. Like the the mushrooms growing out of the. The dragon. I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it, does, it didn't make me mad or anything. It just <laughs> wasn't my favorite. What did you think of the guy dressed up as like a woodland dude I, as part of it? I, like, was he an art prize in, installation? Yeah, he was part of that. And then he was walking around. Okay. So he's like part of the land that she created there. Yeah, he he kind of looked like an Ent a little bit. Yeah, there is definitely an Ent like trying to be vibe. Very Nordic. Nor, nor, like, a, oh, I, a yeah, Nordic God or spirit, yes, yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't know, I don't know what it is I that I don't, want... I don't know what it is that you're trying to say, but I know what you're trying to say. I Definitely, just, the whole time those... I just wanted to push him off his stilts. So, I mean, that's that's just the child in me coming through, mm, absolutely. But yeah, definitely the pieces that John Catterberg did were my, my favorite, yeah. That, that, that we were. saw. I've seen some other nice pieces online, but from what we saw in person, I yes. thought that really... That's just the stuff that really stuck with you, really. Yeah. I mean, there was a guy who carved opal stone, and I thought he did quite... Yeah. He did really interesting stuff. Yes. Again, I think that the lighting for me on that, because it was so teeny tiny, Yeah. 
You almost it, 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 yeah, I needed a magnifying glass and like better lighting because it was yeah. just outside under plexiglass. And I was like, I, I think I see something. You know, yeah. I was like, I and I, I didn't want to say anything, but I'm like, I, I'm just not really seeing it the way you're seeing it. But it was very nice to talk to him about how passionate he was about it and how he likes to do it because it takes a lot of time and he just lets the stone tell him what to do. and Which I think is really <laughs> funny how a lot of creators, creative people have that same feeling about when they do something well. There's just like, oh, the... I just chipped away all all the block of marble that was in Moses, and then there he was. Yeah, he definitely was trying to sound like Michelangelo, which I thought was kind of funny. Which I'm like, are you, you quoting him? Do you know you're quoting him? I don't think he. Saw you don't him. think he knew? No, okay, no. okay. I thought it was cute. I just I think that's funny that that fits with. I I, I feel like that sometimes. Like, when I do something, when I make something that I'm particularly proud of, it's like, this is the only way it, it could have it could have worked. Mm. Well, it could have worked a lot of different ways. Mm, I see, but yeah. Like, when I'm making a metal sculpture, it's kind of this sense of discovery, and I don't really feel like I'm in full possession of what actually ends up happening. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe the point he was trying to say. In conclusion, do you think going to Art Prize was worth it? Yes. We should have picked up a beer to walk around the social... Uh, can we? We should have gotten one of those lime bikes. No. No? No. Okay. The amount of times we almost got run over by people with scooters. <laughs> that's, that's true. But we could have been, been people, one of them. We could have been the runner. Run for your over. life. She'll run you down. I, I think it was worthwhile if you like doing that kind of thing. <laughs> if that's the kind of thing you like, you're going to like it. Well, It's like the most blasé answer Ed, ever, Edwin. Like, okay, okay. Give me a break. Hear me out. If you don't appreciate going to an art museum, you're not going to appreciate a poorly done art museum. You don't think people would have fun walking around the city? I think people get a kick out of that. I think so. I guess But so. I, I think there needed to be more over-the-top stuff. There needed to be more entertainment value, honestly. Like, if you're, if you're trying to be this outdoorsy... Look at all the stuff. Like, yeah. come to the See, city that... for this. There needed to be more entertainment value. And there, there is... There was a See, point in art where, like, it was, like, where they yeah. would, like, make these fancy boxes and have, like, this curtain and you would sit there at designated times, like, a movie viewing. And they would go, ta-da, here's the painting. And it would have all these intricate details and you would, like, stare at it for your hour and then you would leave and that was your entertainment. Yeah. I, I needed more entertainment, honestly, because it... I mean, it, there were some stuff that tried to do that, but it could have been done better. Like, the cars being painted. Yes. The, yeah. And maybe we missed, like, the being there at the last week. Although you would think grand finale, they would have done more stuff. You would think. I mean, there's people spray painting, yeah. art, and there was the guy on the stilts that looked like a weird woodland man. Yeah. There, there, there was that, but I just mean like just the the art pieces themselves, not necessarily people doing stuff. Yeah. But just things sitting there that it was kind of entertaining to look at. Look at. Well, there was. And that's very... what I meant, like with with the dragon. It was entertaining to look at because oh, yeah. you're like, oh, there's the egg, and oh, there's the chipmunk, and there's oh, there's the, yeah. the mushrooms. Like it's entertaining to look at. Yeah. And th there was just very few things where, like, you had people that you would bump into that would be like, oh, you have to see this. Mm hmm And there wasn't a crowd consensus of these are the things you have to see. At least I wasn't getting that vibe. No, I wasn't really getting that vibe either. I, mean, I think our mom, she she ended up talking to somebody, and they mm -hmm. always say something to her. Yeah. They tell I, I don't know how she does it. She yeah. said there was something worthwhile to see, but, you know. 
That's her. Like we we didn't get that. Apparently, we're yeah. just nasty people. How is our endeavors to push the envelope in, in art going? Just to switch it up. Just, just to switch it up. I was gonna ask, are you ever gonna enter our prize, or would you? Would I? Would I? Could I? You could. I could. Yes. Um. I'm seriously considering it, but I just can't get. Uh, I have a issue with deadlines. You work great under pressure. I get good work done. I just don't feel very good about it. I mean, if we could go together on something and and think of something that was... I still think my idea is is really bomb. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, you remember the movie The Ninth Configuration where they have all these Grim Reapers all through this churchyard? Yeah. We do that, but in metal, metal sculpture, and we have, like, four of them throughout the city. Like, nine feet tall? Yeah. Like, ginormous. And, like, all in different positions, some sitting, some standing, and there's kind of, like, death is always there and, like, waiting at the corner. I mean, that would be really fun. That would be really awesome. And then we hire and, one guy to be on stilts and be an Yes! Well, guy. I mean, you're basically there, so we just yeah. get you, like, lifts, and that's it. Yeah. Like, we, you, you don't just need... some pumps. You don't, yeah, some pumps. Yeah, 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 some stilettos, and that's yeah. all you need. Like, you don't even need the... The, uh, stilts. This would be awesome because if see, you I'm do, telling you, if you do the makeup properly, you wouldn't be able to tell which one was the real one, like yeah. which one was the person dressed up as. The and Grim I mean, Reaper. like they're like in the ninth configuration, they all are are cloaked, yeah, hooded. They are hooded, cloaked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so like you're not even seeing the face, and the idea is that you're not really. So we just get you one of those like meshy black things, yeah, that evaporates your face and then we just make you like make fabric look like metal or something like that i really like this idea i telling you i know and it's got the whole essay thing so like we got like a message behind it yeah oh there you go message (laughs) i'm i'm glad you're pumped about this idea i feel like i've pitched it like six times you know what sometimes (laughs) ideas just need to have fall on the right soil and then oh okay but then we need to start sketching these Mm Hmm. yeah and then start thinking about how to do them yeah see if we can actually do it so is there still the time limit for when see that i don't know okay because art prize used to have this thing where it had to be made within a certain time period it had to be of that year and that's a really difficult thing to do something big and grandiose for people who probably aren't making a ton of money off of these things i think they got rid of that rule because they went to one year because it used to be every other year than it was you had two years to make it but now they're like one year is a little bit it's tight it is really tight i i mean you want to build seven grim reapers out of metal that's about it for me folks goodbye from four to seven was it four I, I thought seven was a better number you had asked getting back to your question like pushing the envelope with the... well i mean now that we're going to enter art prize, oh then we don't have to worry about it I, just, just the idea of alone is just giving me goosebumps yeah <sighs> pimple flash pimple flash <laughs> but no I, I would just say like in the shop itself like we just try to have 
push the envelope with what botanicals we use. And like I've said before, most people, when they're eco-dyeing, they do the sandwich method. So then you have like the mirror image and then Mm -hmm. you have this line in the center. So I I think it's pretty cool that we just fill the whole thing with botanicals so that you get like these random geometric shapes out of it. Yes. Uh, So that's one thing that I'm very, very happy with. I'm making a hat. It is square and then turned over. So it's like a beanie, but not. Interesting. And it's kind of, you've worn it. I don't know why you're talking it it like that. It's not Russian. It is Russian. It's not Russian. What are you talking about? Russians are round. This one's square. And then it's really cool. It I, is cool. It's very it to- cozy. It totally gives me like elf vibes. Like cool. Like not elf like Lord- with the funny feet. Not like more like Lord of the Rings elf. Okay. But not from Lord of the Rings. But like cool woodland creature. Yes. Thing. That's That's the yeah. vibe it gives me. Uh, and just, I don't know, like, I think we, we look really much for, for those little details of like elevating something just a little bit. We're like just doing a design a little bit differently. I don't. Because we want it to be approachable to people. And I think that in that way, like doing the outrageous, crazy thing would be really fun. I, I feel like our personalities are much better suited to doing the outrageous, crazy thing, the <laughs> mundane, and just kind of grind it out. I would say my frog is pretty out there. I have I have to post that yet. Yes. Ooh. Whoops. Uh, but yeah, I just I made this frog holding an umbrella. I mm. I think that's kind of. I'm just really excited that it's Inktober, so we get to practice sketching. We're talking about that now. I, that's about personal development. Oh, are we one of those channels now? Personal development and all that other crap. What was I saying? Well, you were saying you didn't like self improvement and you didn't like Inktober. I was. I was giving you. I was giving raz raz razzmatazzle. So we have lots of ideas for what could be at our price. Yeah. Um. So maybe maybe we'll it's, do it someday. I don't know. Uh. Probably not this next year, but we can always try. I think the biggest thing is though, even though we didn't enjoy or even agree with all the artists who put forth entries, what was encouraging to see is that art is something that people have always done and will continue to do because that is deeply ingrained into the human soul. And that art, when it's well done, can reveal something about that soul and how it relates to God. And that's what you look for when you go to these things. Yeah. And that's what can give you joy and can give you hope. Yeah. And that people still have fun looking at art and that people are willing to put in the effort to create it and put it out there. Thank you very much for listening to this recording from Ducks Never Waver Studios. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep coming up with different names. <laughs> that are publishing. This is our studio. This is our sh- <laughs> like our like publication syndicate or something. <laughs> hey, Megan and I both really appreciate you giving us your time to listen to what we have to say. We hope it was enlightening and, above all, entertaining. We hope also that you give our store a look-see because we do really put our heart and soul into it 
to making beautiful functional art pieces. We have scarves, of course, which you've heard about. What you might not have heard about yet is that we have bags baskets they're useful bags baskets to put things in and it doesn't sound like much but these bags baskets are actually made out of bags less useful bags than what these bags baskets are <laughs> i know you're laughing because you're just tickled pink about the idea of using these things because when you go to the grocery store yeah they have the like oh you can buy this now save 10 percent off of something and come back and you never have to use another plastic bag in the world again. But you know what? Those are kind of not good. They, they just, <laughs> they, they just, they just don't do it. They, it's, they're mass produced for one thing. Yeah. Is it out of recycled stuff? Well, guess what? Ours are made out of recycled stuff too. But, but we actually shortcut the whole reduce, reuse, recycle circle slash triangle thing we just completely hacked it because we just took the bags these bags that were lonely and looking for work we took them in we sheltered them we gave them use and purpose now these rehabilitated bags work together to form one giant bag baskets that can serve you in all your foraging needs are you in the garden and you like cutting off some tomatoes and you're digging up some potatoes and all of a sudden you find out that you just you don't have enough hands to hold it all i know it's happened to me 